the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. The Bible teaches us that God's willing and wanting to bring recovery and restoration of all that is lost and or stolen from us. But the same Bible tells us that it happens by faith. The Bible says, be it unto you according to your faith. That means for the recovery and restoration that God promises he'll do to actually happen in the lives of me and you, we have to believe that he'll do it for me and you. And since faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then it's my absolute pleasure to share this message with you so you can believe and receive the recovery and restoration that God wants to do in the lives of me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you about recovery and restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Genesis chapter 32. So he's going back to his Jacob ways. But remember, he done dealt with God for a little while now. God done changed him a little bit. And so we're about to see that there's some more changes that have happened in him since then. And Jacob said, O God of my father, Abraham, and God of my father, Isaac, the Lord which standeth, uh, saith unto me, return unto thy country and to thy kindred. And I will deal well with thee. You told me that. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies. And of all the truth. Which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan. And now I am become two bands. I walked out with nothing. Now I'm walking around walking back with all this. Because of you. Deliver me I pray thee. From the hand of my brother. From the hand of Esau. For I fear him. Tell the truth to the Lord. For I fear him. Lest he will come and smite me. And the mother with the children. Kill me. My my wives. And all the children too. And thou saidest I will surely do thee good. That's what you told me Lord. And make thy seed as the sands of the sea. Which cannot be numbered for the multitude. And he lodged there that same night. He didn't turn around and run. He lodged there. He said, I'm not backing up. I came this far because I heard what you told me to do. I came this far trusting in you. I come this far by faith. Leaning on the Lord. Trusting in his holy word. He's never failed me yet. Oh, 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 I can't turn around. 
I come this far by faith. I'm going to stay here. I know he coming. I'm not running this time. I know he coming and it could hurt me, harm me. I'm not running this time. He did something different. He did something non-Jacoby. That's a word. He did something non-Jacoby. He prayed this time. Demonstrating that he's already different than he was when he left the first time. Just like when the person comes back, you might find out that they've already changed to an extent already. Even even be able to come this, this far. He already changed some in the right direction. Some. I didn't say all the way. I said some. I didn't say all the way. Because he still split them up. Now, some theologians call that wisdom. I call that street. <laughs> street wisdom. Praise God. Amen. But he at least didn't run this time. Let's go to start, drop down to verse 24. Something else happened too. Because he sent one group off to one direction, one group off in the next direction. So he's still Jacob because he sent one off in one direction, one in the next direction. He said, well, if I'm going to face him, I'm going to face him by myself. And he stayed there. But look what happened. Genesis chapter 32, please. 24. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. We know that that man was a theophany. Some theologians say it was a Christophany, which was an appearance of Christ in the, in the Old Testament. Praise God. Some believe it was a theophany, an appearance of God in the midst of there. He says, and when he saw that he prevailed not against him, because he, he couldn't get up on God. He couldn't, he couldn't prevail on God, because you can't prevail on God. You can wrestle with him all day and night. God ain't, you can't, you can't get, you can't get God. And so he wrestled all night. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has thou power with God and with men and with men and with men and has prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he said, wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. For I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Jacob had an encounter with God while on his way back that changed him into another man. Prior to the recovery of the restoration with his brother Esau, changed him into another man prior to his recovery and restoration of his relationship with his brother. And God's going to do the same thing to the person he bring him back to. Whether you know it or not, you can't see it. But God is changing them as they're on their way back. Changing them. In fact, God did three things to Jacob before he brought the restoration of the relationship between him and his brother. Number one is he touched his thigh. 
which means he changed his walk. Because remember, when he touched his tie, he, it, it broke. Praise God. Which means he changed his walk. Walk represents the life and the lifestyle that he had. Walk represents the life and the lifestyle that he had. Part of what broke y'all up was their life and the lifestyle that they lived. But God has already touched their life and lifestyle and changed it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So that Jacob didn't walk like he walked when, he, when, when, when the relationship was broken. He didn't walk like he walked when the relationship was destroyed between him and his brother. His walk was changed by God. And you'll find out that that person's walk, their life, their lifestyle, the way they do what they do, the way that they used to jam you like they used to, it's been changed by God. Ask me why. Because God perfects those that concern you, the things that concern you. Because he already knows if they're still walking like they're walking when you get there, then you're going to end up walking up away from there. And so God said, I'm going to change them before you get there. Even though you don't think, you're still thinking about the same person coming. God said, no, it's going to be a changed person coming. I changed their walk. He also changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Causing him to no longer be the con man and the supplanter that he previously was. Causing, that caused a relationship to be broken up before. He ended that. So that he can then be a different man that he was. Now this one is going to rule like God. This one is going to be a blessed man that conducts himself like God is really in his life. And the third thing he did was blessed him. He put his blessing upon him. In other words, phrasing, he gave him favor. Both with God and with men. So God is putting favor in the midst of their life. Praise God. Let's see the results. Genesis chapter 33, starting with verse 1, we see what happened when Esau finally met Jacob. Something unexpected happened. Starting with verse 1, and Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau came. Pause button. Could you imagine what was going through him when he looked up and saw Esau coming? He heard he was coming. Now he see him coming. I bet you, I bet you, you know, folk be saying butterflies. I bet you pterodactyls was running off of <laughs> On the inside, Jurassic Park was all up on the inside of him, flying around. I bet you his mind was racing. I bet you his, his heart was pounding. I bet you his sweat glands was, was dripping. I, I, I bet you his knees was knocking. I bet you his teeth was chattering. I, I, bet, I bet you he's thinking like, oh, my goodness. And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau came. And with him, 400 men, just like he heard. Now, wait a minute now. It ain't 400 people in here. Could you imagine if 400 people was coming straight at you? 400 men are coming. I don't know. 400 men are coming. Led by somebody that could have broke you in half all by himself. So it's like, I'm in trouble. But I'm trusting God. But I'm trusting God. I said I'm not going to run. Plus that I got a broke leg. I can't run anyway. I said I, said I, I, said I ain't going to run. <laughs> and he divided the children unto Leah. And unto Rachel. And unto the two handmaids. And he put the handmaids and their children. Foremost. 
and Leah and his children after. And Rachel and Joseph hinder, hinder most. Remember I say he ain't changed him all the way yet. <laughs> Remember I told you he ain't changed him all the way yet. But he ain't going nowhere. And he passed over before them. And bowed himself to the ground seven times. Until he came near to his brothers. Bowed himself to the ground. Prayed to God seven times. And Esau ran to meet him. And embraced him. And fell on his neck and kissed him. And they wept. And they wept. God, you said you would protect me. You said this would work out. Even though fears was hitting me from every angle, even though concern was hitting me from every angle, I trusted in you. And now I have restoration with my brother. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and the children and said, who are these with thee? And he said, the children which God hath graciously given thy servant. Look at him, because he'll call it thy servant. Then the handmaids came near, and they and they children, and they bowed themselves. Now, all of them is now bowing around them. They all circled around them. Can I put a pause button right here? See, the restoration that's going to happen to you is going to affect way more people than just you. None of them had ever seen their uncle before. Many of them never even knew their uncle existed. Here these handmaids, they had never seen him before, never met him before. Two wives never, heard, never, never met him before. Might have heard about him, but they ain't never met him. So restoration is going to occur. Is, understand this. This thing is bigger than you. This thing is going to affect many people, not just you. The joy, because they were robbed and ripped off too. By the breakup that occurred. They were robbed and ripped off too by the breakup that occurred. So God's not just restoring you and them. He's restoring everybody that's involved. Pause button off. Then the handmaids come near. They and their children. And they bowed themselves. And Leah also with her children came near. That's the chick they had most of them. And, and by... They should have put all them children, praise God, <laughs> and bowed themselves. After came Joseph, near and Rachel, and they bowed themselves. And he said, what meanest thou by all this drove which I met? What? And he said, they are to find grace in the sight of my Lord. Because remember, he had, I, I, maybe I didn't read it. I don't, I don't recall reading it but to you, but he had called his messengers over and gave them presents to take unto Jacob, to take unto Esau as a gift to him. Somebody say, buy him off. Buy him off. Amen. Amen. But when you got the favor of God in manifestation, and God is in the middle of this, you ain't got to resort to that. No gifts and all that kind of stuff. They might be coming to you trying to buy you off. Bring all this stuff to try to gain favor from you. But favor is not gained. Favor is given. He said, I did it to find favor in the sight of my Lord. 
And look what Esau said. Remember the last time he saw Esau, he ripped off his birthrights. He ripped off his blessing. He ripped off everything. And Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep that thou hast unto thyself. And Jacob said, nay, I pray thee, if now I have found favor in thy sight, then receive my present at my hand. For therefore I have seen thy face as though I have seen the face of God. And thou hast ple- thou was pleased with me. Take, I pray thee, my blessing that is brought to thee. Because God have dealt graciously with me. And because I have enough. And he urged him. And he went ahead and took it. And he went ahead and took it. God did it for him without receiving the blessing. The present that he sent for him. So that it could be seen that this ain't what you did that caused this to happen. This is what I purposed to happen. Amen. God's going to make this happen. In such a way, was your, Esau's conning, I mean, Jacob's conning ain't going to be involved in this. What Jacob is trying to do ain't going to be involved in this. You gonna, God's going to give favor that's going to allow the restoration to be able to occur. Because it don't say nothing about Esau being upset anymore. It doesn't say anything about Esau being angry no more. It don't say nothing about Esau breaking one off of him like he said he was going to do. But all it showed is that he grabbed him, embraced him, kissed him, and, and cried with him. Because the restoration has begun. Verse 12 says, and he said, let us take our journey and let us go. I will go before thee. And of course, then they took the kids and everything else and, and went ahead and did what they did. See, when Esau met Jacob, the unexpected happened. God caused a recovery and a restoration to occur between the brothers despite what previously happened between them. Despite what previously happened between them. God was able to be able to cause a restoration to occur between them. That's with Esau, who got jammed, that's you, and with Jacob, who did the jamming, who is now Israel, a changed man. With a different walk, a different name, and a bless, and as a blessed man or blessed woman as a result of it. That's because when God brings it back, God can fix it and repair it and make it better than it was before. Then he brings it back. Turn to Micah, chapter 7, and then we through. Jonah, Micah, Nahum. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jonah, Micah, Nahum. We're going to Micah. Micah, chapter 7. See, the restoration that God will cause will even include the breaking of sin and sinful behaviors. That's what he did when he, broke, when he changed his walk. That's what he did as he developed him even before he made his way back. He started changing who he was. He was no longer this, this sinful supplanter and this con man. But he was a person that knew how to look out for other people. And, and, and he's no longer selfish like he used to be. Now he's a better person than he was before. Micah chapter 7 verse 18. It says, who is a God like unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passes by the transgression of the remnant of his heritage? He, ret- he retaineth not his anger forever. 
because he delighteth in mercy. Now, of course, remember, we are the children of God. We got the same stuff running through our veins. Verse 19, he will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and thou wilt cast all their sins in the depths of the sea. When he says subdue their iniquities, that word subdue means to disregard. God not only has the ability himself to disregard sins, iniquities, and things that are done wrong, and to forgive people for what it is that they've done, even when it's wrong, and be able to cause them to be a person who doesn't sin like they did before anymore. He has that ability to do it himself. But remember, anything that a person possesses, they can give to somebody else. Anything a person has, they can give to somebody else. I can't give away something that don't belong to me. At least I ain't supposed to. But I can give away what belongs to me. And God not only has this ability, he gives this ability to his children too. So God gave Esau the ability to be able to write off the iniquities that was done to him. He gave Esau the ability to take all the wrongs that was done to him and drown them in the sea and just drop them in the sea to the point that they ain't around him no more. So that when his brother came back now and he heard of his brother coming back, he didn't take off running to jam him. He took off running because he didn't want another moment in time to be between where his, him and his brother is not together. He brought 400 people with him to be able to see what I'm about to do. To come on, y'all get in on this joy too. I'm, I'm teaching up in here. And then they all came and watched him hold his brother, hug his brother, love his brother, cry with his brother. But they sat and cried, thinking about all the years that were lost. That I haven't been with you and you haven't been with me. All the years, they didn't, neither one of them thought about the pain that they went through. None of them thought about or talked about what happened before. No conversation is going on about what happened before. Nothing but love is going on. Why? Because the ability that God has, he gives to his too. To be able to do the same thing too. And he'll do it on both sides of the equation. He did it with Esau. He did it with Jacob too. He did it with Esau. And he did it with, do it with Jacob too. He did it with Esau because that was the one that was hurt. That was the one that had been jammed. That was the one that was jacked up. But that was the one that also forgave the iniquities and, then, and, 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 and subdued them. Just ignored them. Like, th- I'm through with that. I'm not going to let that bother, be a bother no more. And he helped Jacob with his fears and development to be the person who could be able to wrap his arms around his brother too. And be able to, because there's two sides of this putting back together. And, but God is on both sides working in order to make this thing work out too. I say God is on both sides working to be able to make sure this thing works out too. You already know he's softening your heart. Amen. But don't be afraid that that's the only one that is happening to. Well, that's all the way of time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. God tells us in his word that recovery and restoration is what he wants to do for me and you including the recovery and restoration of relationships that were lost and or stolen from me and you. The Word of God shows us example after example after example 
of recovery and restoration that God did for his, so that those of us who are called for his can believe that he'll do it for me and you too. Let's believe God's word and let God do in our lives what he promised he'll do. That is bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you like he promised he'd do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I got just a thing for all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. If you happen to be in or visiting San Antonio surrounding area this weekend, we invite all the brothers to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast at Word of Faith this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the sisters from Word of Faith prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.